How's it going, everybody? Welcome to episode 20 of TLDR Podcast. Boys, this is our 20th episode. Next week, we'll be able to drink. This this, this podcast is going to be able to drink alcohol legally <laughs> in the United States. Um, Rick, that's tw- that's 20th week, dude. Oh, what? 21, 20. Oh, you know, come on. Okay. I know what you meant. There we go. He's putting it together. Well, finally. Yeah, numbers. numbers finally. Numbers. I'm more of a numbers. human guy than the numbers Eric. guy. Eric, how was your Halloween weekend? It was good. Of course, <laughs> I uh, dressed up as a golfer. Um, it was easy because I just, that's all the clothes I have now. And I was Ricky you Fowler. You went as Ricky Fowler with the mustache, right? Yeah, guys, yeah, was, guys, guys. I follow to do Aaron on Rogers. Instagram and then look at his Instagram post because Instagram post is hilarious. Follow <laughs> Eric on Instagram at ehodge92 or something. <laughs> Find him, follow him on Instagram. His post is hilarious. Give him a like. Fantastic. What was funny about or it? Something. <laughs> just because that I oh. look like him, or with that one picture where I'm just staring <laughs> in the dark. It's just dark. You get one good picture, and then the rest are just dark ones. Yeah. You yeah, can't even see yeah. you, dude. <laughs> yeah, you can't see you at all. That's <laughs> yeah, that's stuff. true. Yeah. Um, so not- I wanted to be Aaron Rodgers. I mean, but oh. I knew like a dude with the Packers, but he's a Packers fan, but he wouldn't let me wear his Rodgers jersey. He probably thought I was going to lose it or fuck it up. So I get it. But yeah. Fair and then enough. I saw you Sunday and I was tired as shit. Fair enough. Uh, Alex. Coming off a huge week as a Dodgers fan, and then it ran into Halloween weekend. How, I mean, have have you been sober for the past, like, week, or are you still kind of coming off the hangover or what? Yeah, I've been pretty sober. Uh, for those of you who do watch the YouTube, you know, Dodgers won, chopped the hair off, chopped the beard off, so we're looking fresh right now. You are shout looking out, fresh. Shout out to my boy, Nate. Uh, he, gave me, he gave me the fresh cut. No free ads. Uh, Dude, yeah, my brother's name is Nate. Also, that's fucking <laughs> that's, crazy. That's wild. Yeah, uh, I'm assuming his name is Alan. I'm assuming it's not in Tascadero, California. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's been a crazy, crazy week. Halloween was kind of a letdown, dude. We only got one trick or treater. He was a three year old, and he did dress up as Iron Man, so he was pretty, he was pretty stinking cute. Not gonna lie. Uh, but it was dude, he has a mask on, so he's fine. Yeah, right. Yeah, he was super <laughs> safe. He had the mask on. You know, Jarvis was like keeping COVID out. He was good to go. But good uh, yeah, solid, solid little Halloween weekend. That's good. Uh, you know, coming off a big week for you. I, I yeah, bet that was nice. Week. And James, tough week, man. Tough Sunday for you, buddy. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> Injuries galore. <laughs> fantasy, I lost in five out of my six leagues in fantasy. That sucked. But it's cool because now I'm in Indiana and uh, we're celebrating Matt's wedding, you know, yes, having sir. a bachelor week. It's cool. You're in six right leagues. Jesus Christ. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, too many. I lost it all, all of them except for one. <laughs> if anybody doesn't know by now, James is a gambling fool. And, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, I won in DraftKings. First, like, win in a while, $31. Um, hey. Usually I get, like, third place. But hey, it's first a start. Is good to start um but yeah a, uh you know it, it's been a, it's been a good weekend it was a good weekend uh james and i are up here in indiana as he mentioned um yeah we're, we're excited to give you guys a good podcast and you know when we come back we'll uh we'll dive right into the the nitty-gritty james has got his you know typical waiver wire picks he's really scraping at the bottom of the barrel i feel like but we'll get to that we'll be right I back like these 
Welcome back. We're here to talk about waiver wire picks for week. Is it week nine already? Week nine. And I again, I feel like you're scraping, but take us away, James. So he said I'm scraping at the bottom of the barrel, but I love my picks except for one. You guys will see it in a second. We'll do a quick fantasy update here, as always. I lost miserably, guys. I put up 51 points for the week. Dalvin Cook almost outscored me. I put up 51 <laughs> points. Dalvin Cook put up 48. I'm bad. You lost to Tyler, Tyler, right? <laughs> I lost to Spear. Uh, uh, I lost to Tyler. Uh, <laughs> I'm 3-5 and five now. I'm tied for seventh place. Alex, fortunately, lost again. Oh, now one and seven. Not gonna lie, did not look at that league this week. Not <laughs> one little bit. It's your hundred dollar league, man. Come on now. It's yeah, like the most you're showing up. Literally every single person on my team is hurt. Like I was, I'm screwed. So I'm, I'm probably it. done. Yeah, I'm over that. Hey, you should get Daniel Jones. This is what I did last year and almost made a oh, comeback. God, I was part of my list. I'll, I'll drop some people. <laughs> Moving on, we have Tyler, who beat Traden. Tyler is now 6-2, and two, tied for first, and Traden is 3-5, and five, tied for seventh, just like me. And then Eric beat Jay, who was in sole possession in first place. So now Eric is 6-2 and two and is tied for first as well. Three-way tie right there. Teams on the bar this week, Eagles, the Rams, the Browns, and the Bengals. So who is Tyler going to root for this week? He's an Eagles fan and a Rams fan. He has nobody. I don't think he's going to watch football this weekend. Both those teams suck, by the way. Uh, anyway, we're going to move on to the quarterback position. First and foremost, I'm going to pick Derek Carr. That is Traden's guy from a couple weeks ago. He's owned 47.9% of leagues, so very close to the 50% threshold. In week eight, he put up 12.58 points. Against the Browns, he, had, he went 15 for 24 for 112 yards and a touchdown. He also had six carries for 41 yards. So I'm not going to lie, 12.58 points, not, not the best game, not his greatest game at all, really. But keep in mind that his own line was non-existent and the fact that his best O-lineman Trent Brown was out of the game because he was hospitalized pregame because of an IV. The IV put an air bubble inside of his veins into his body and went to the hospital. He just got discharged. I feel like yeah. the doctors this year, man, they're like out to make sure that the NFL players don't play. Crazy. First Tyrod, now you got Trent Brown. But he's going to be back next week. He's healthy. More protection for Derek Carr. <laughs> more time to throw it. <laughs> He has four games above 19 points, which is decent for a quarterback. His wide receivers are also getting healthier. Look at Henry Ruggs. He was the first wide receiver drafted out of this year's draft, and he's almost all the way back. He had a muscle thing going on at the beginning, and he wasn't 100%, but now he is. He's a speedster. He opens up that defense for that offense. He also has Nelson Aguilar, who was terrible with the Eagles, but he's kind of showing some good potential. Like two weeks ago, he had, what, 20 points because he had an amazing game. If he continues playing the way he's playing, that offense is going to get better. And as always, you got Darren Waller, the walrus. He's always going to be a great pass catcher, and he's going to be oh, a developer coming out. Next up, they play the Chargers. The Chargers don't really have the best pass defense, especially since Derwin James was out since the beginning of the year. And uh, last week against uh, – I forget who, but they, whoever they played last week, they gave Broncos. up four. The Bron- oh, you're right, the Broncos. Gave up four fourth-quarter touchdowns. That's really great. How would you know that? I'm proud of you, Eric. <laughs> I was I was like sleeping and I just remember they were like getting crushed and then I saw they were losing in the fourth. Remember I was like, dude, they're fucking blowing it. Yeah, dude, you That's were, you were asleep. That was crazy. Anyway, Alex, what do you think about Derek Carmen? Okay, well, first of off, first off, thank you for not giving me tight end again. 
I do appreciate that. <laughs> you are so welcome. Spread, spreading the nice. love. Uh, yeah. yeah. So Derek Carr, so he's averaging uh, 17 to 18 points a week, uh, which is not, you know, not terrible. Uh, this crazily enough this week that he just had against the Browns of all teams was just other than the bye. obviously we don't count that like his worst week of the year. Uh, he's coming up against a Chargers team. Like, just like you said, uh, their defense, just like, I feel like every team in the league has had a lot of injuries. Um, you know, I was a big Josh Allen guy at the beginning of the year, and he's sort of had some duds the last, you know, three weeks. Um, if you're looking for someone who could kind of um, come up and replace someone that you've had issues with, uh, Derek Carr is definitely a good choice. I feel like he's a kind of a boomer bust guy. Uh, he's projected for like 17 points next week. I could see that easily reaching 25, though. That's crazy because my next question was, I was like, if he's, he's predicted for 17.5, you think he goes over under? You said over 20 points, you said? That's a I good could, bet. I could, I could see him going, yeah, I could see him going 20, pushing 25. That's, wow. That, that's a top two. That's a top five QB right there if he yeah. pushes 25. So, yeah, pick up Derek Carr. Alex said so. Uh, a couple of other notables here. Drew Locke, owning 6.2% of leagues. He plays the Falcons this upcoming week. The Falcons suck. It's going to be a big week for Drew Locke. And as Eric mentioned, they put up three fourth-quarter touchdowns last week. Also, Daniel Jones owned an 18.4% of the league because he's the fantasy GOAT. And I think Alex should pick him up because Eric said so, and Eric's in first place in the league. Moving on to running backs. Hey, he's he the fastest Damian player Harris. in the league, according to that one random ESPN thing when he tripped on his own feet. Well, he was <laughs> faster than Daniel Lamar Jones, Jackson yes. that one play. Maybe not in the league. Sorry about Daniel Jones. Like, fastest quarterback? <laughs> No, yeah, he was 22 player. miles per hour when he ran and tripped his own, on his own feet. And Lamar Jackson was like 21 this year. So currently he's the fastest quarterback in the league. <laughs> and that's why you should pick him up. Like I said, moving on to running back, we got Damian Harris out of New England. He's on in 31.3% of leagues. In week eight, he had 16.2 points. Against the Bills, he had 16 carries for 102 yards and one touchdown. So the beginning of this year, he was on the IR for a couple of games because he had a finger injury. I think it was his pinky. Um, during camp, though, he was the front runner to land the RB1 job on New England. And they have a lot of running backs, but he was stellar during camp. Everybody thought so. So it was a big bug when he got injured. Lately, Cam has shown that he's not that great with the football. He fumbles a lot. He fumbled on a game-winning drive, what could have been a game-winning drive. So I think Belichick is kind of weird about that. So he's going to give the running backs more run. He actually looked like the most explosive player on the field by far last week. If everybody watched the game, he was exploding through the hole and going 20 yards easy. Um, his workload has increased a lot every game since the bye happened. And up next, he has the Jets. I really don't have anything else to say other than the blame the, the, the Jets. That's a bad team. Traden, you're still struggling with your running backs. You have like eight running backs on your roster. So what do you think about Damian Harris? <laughs> Yeah, I I struggle trusting any running back as it is, and and I think that I would have to struggle. I, I I struggle with trusting a New England a New England Patriot running back, and here's the reason why. I I their their the offense is very run heavy, and I understand that, and I appreciate that, but their their whole run game is is all done by committee. It's not it's not a. It, 
it's a one guy this week, one guy this week, one guy this week. It just, it just depends on the, on the flow of the game. And it's tough to put all of my ducks in, you know, or I guess all of my bucks in one, you know, bag for one running back that may or may not have a great week. You know, he had a great week last week. Who knows what's, what he's going to do next week. Um, who knows what Cam's going to come out with. He might, he might actually have a great game where he actually ends up running more than any of his other running backs. We don't know. So I understand. And I appreciate the fact that yes, he's explosive. Um, he, he is a very, he's a prototypical running back. Like he's not a, he's not a, he's not a receiving running back. He is a gun. He is, you know, he's running hundred percent of the time. Uh, so he, he, he lacks a little bit of diversity, but at the end of the day, it, it, yes, I guess if you absolutely need a running back, he's someone that you definitely should keep an eye on, but I just don't trust a, a, a single running back for the new England Patriots. If I could have all of them. Okay. We're, we're, we're like, great, but it's tough to really put all my eggs in one basket. A lot of good points there, but if you had him, would you start him over any of your other eight running backs? Um, he... <laughs> Dude, I have been scraping at the bottom of the barrel for my <laughs> running backs. So, um, no, I, I, I have actually put a lot of trust into Boston Scott and, and now uh, Gio. He was a big pickup for me. I know that he's owned in probably he's more by, than 50%, dude. but uh, he was huge. Um, he's got Burkhead. He has on, Burkhead he, on he the bench. A, Yes, I got yeah, like 20 points, guys. I could go through like <laughs> I could spend the whole podcast going through all my running backs. Um, <laughs> at, at the end of the day, I probably, yeah, I probably give him a shot, but it, it's a toss up. Like, I'm it's like a 50 50 coin flip for some of these guys. Like, oh, I'll give him a shot, you know. It's tough, it's tough right now for me. I got you, man. My team, too, and Alex <laughs> as well. Um, a couple of other notable teams here or players Matt Breida from the Dolphins, he's only 20% of the leagues. Miles Gaskin is out for at least three weeks, so he's going to be the running back one for the Dolphins team that runs a decent amount as a good offense, but maybe an even better defense. Last week was crazy. And also Naeem Hines from the Colts, only 42.7% of leagues. He does a lot of work in the passing game. PPR, monster right there. Moving on to wide receiver, we got Corey Davis out of Tennessee. He's only 36.7% of leagues. In week eight, he had 26.8 points. Against the Bengals, he had eight receptions on 10 targets for 128 yards and a touchdown. So he was actually my waiver wire pick of the week in like week two or something. And he was on my notable list last week, so I take credit for him doing this great. Go, James. Um, anyway, he has led or tied the team in targets in all but one game this year, or in all game that he's played in. He's had 20 targets over the last two games, guys. That's a lot of volume, a lot of opportunities to catch the ball. I think... A.J. Brown, having him back, is actually really great for Corey Davis. He takes away the number one cornerback of the team, and it allows Corey Davis to run free. Up next, he plays Bears. It's a tougher opponent, um, but like I said, A.J. Brown helps a lot. Eric, Adam Humphreys just got demolished Sunday. He actually had to be put on a stretcher, so you're down a wide receiver, man. Uh, what do you think about Corey Davis? Well, I would love to have him, but somebody owns him in our league. Uh, but to mimic Alex, uh, thanks for not giving me a tight end because I think I've done like four <laughs> tight ends on this, literally. Um, I do have Tannehill, so that could be a big one-two punch. Uh, lately, he's been a little dog shit, but he's going to turn it around. Um, I pulled off the win this week against the number one person in the league. Tannehill is going to pick it up. 
And this guy, Davis, uh, seems to be a guy he likes to throw to, as you mentioned. 29 receptions, 369 yards, 12.7 average yards, three touchdowns. And I'm looking at all of his scores earlier. He's got double-digit fantasy points every week that he's played. I think he missed like three weeks. And his last two weeks – yeah. Oh, he had COVID, yeah. His last two weeks, uh, 15.5 points and 26.8 points. That is great when you need fucking points on your fantasy team, like trade-in, when he, when he puts Burkhead on the bench and he gets like 25 points. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, it would be great to have this guy. But uh, someone – who has him in our league, do you know? Mike. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, who do you think is going to have more targets against the Bears, A.J. Brown or Corey Davis? Corey Davis. Why? Because you said earlier that he's been the most targeted receiver by Tannehill and the guy's getting double-digit fucking points every fucking game. So he's going to keep that trend up. I agree. I agree. Um, a couple of other notable receivers is Marvin Jones Jr. from Detroit. Uh, Kenny Galladay's going to be out for a couple of weeks with a hip injury. So Marvin Jones is going to be the fault number one there. And then Darnell Mooney from Chicago, who nobody really knows about, but I'm a huge fan of. On a 6.2% of the league, he's a big, deep threat guy. Um, he's the second most snaps of wide receiver on the team. So after Allen Robinson, it's going to be Darnell Mooney. They love him as a rookie. Last but not least, we're going to tight end. I actually like this pick a lot, so I'm excited to talk about it. It's Robert Tonyan from Green Bay. He's owned in 46.4% of leagues. In week eight, he had 12.9 points. Against the Vikings, he had five receptions on seven targets for 79 yards. He's George Kittle but the second version of George Kittle. He trains them in the offseason. They have the same haircut. They have the same style of play. So that's how many he trained them. He had a huge game in week four. He had 33.8 points and three touchdowns. He's been consistently part of that offense ever since that week. He's a third passing game option right now, but behind Devontae Adams and the running backs. But then it's him. And that's an Aaron Rodgers-led offense. Next up, they play the 49ers. It's sad. They suck. The 49ers are terrible. They're <laughs> against the Seahawks, they got demolished. I don't think Russell Wilson had an incomplete pass after the second quarter. Uh, they couldn't defend at all. Uh, they traded away one of the best linebackers to the Saints today or yesterday. So Robert Tanya should be able to run free. And especially the fact that a lot of the running backs are out of the picture right now. They're down to their four-string running back. Robert Tanya's going to get a lot more work. So trading. Straight up, would you add Tanyan? Why or why not? Personally, no, because I have my boy Darren Waller. Don't really ever need for a tight end. However, this is one of the picks that I think is kind of like a diamond in the rough in my in my of the of the fork. You're you're you found a you found a diamond here, and I'll tell you why. Because I think that the with it, there's a couple reasons why. <laughs> one, the fact that he that Aaron Rodgers really doesn't have much really help besides Devontae Adams and then his running backs, which may or not play because they're facing some COVID issues and we don't know what, who's going to play and what and injuries and blah, 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 blah. Um, and Aaron Rodgers is a damn good quarterback. Um, he, and he's, he's really emerging as a very solid, um, you know, weapon for this team. And, as the weeks go on, he's going to continue to, to build that confidence in, uh, in, in Aaron Rodgers and that trust in Aaron Rodgers. And, and, you know, I, 
I can see him only go up. So if you're actually, I know that's kind of a tougher position to actually, you know, judge and you only get one of them, whatever. Um, if you're having trouble in this position, I think he's someone that you could pick up on the cheap because I think he's going to be a huge part of this offense going forward. Um, Aaron Rodgers is going to continue to, tr- is going to continue to build trust in him. And I think that this is a huge pickup. Um, and I actually really like this pick. Uh, he's projected for 8.5 points currently. Does he reach that projection? I I actually, he's going to, I think he's actually going to reach that. I think we'll see a touchdown. We'll see a touchdown for sure. What do you think we'll get to? Um, I would not be shocked if we saw 12. Okay. I like that. 12 sounds good. It's a good number. Uh, last, we have a couple of notables here. Uh, Jordan Reed, only 2.6% of leagues. George Kittle's pretty much out for the season after he broke a bone in his foot. Jordan Reed's currently on IR, but he should be back this week, and he should, he's slated to play against the Packers on Thursday. And Logan Thomas, uh, 11.8%. He plays against the Giants. Gets a lot of targets for the uh, football team. Uh, last but not least, we're going to go on the clock. Alex, I'll start with you. Who do you want, or who do you think is going to be the best pick of this week? I'm going to go with Eric's number 10 in our preseason football ranking, quarterback rankings. That's Daniel Jones, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He does Why play He does play the Washington football team, and then he plays the Philadelphia Eagles before a bye. So those are two uh, weaker opponents. Um, if you're really struggling for a QB, go get Daniel Jones. He'll get you something with his legs. You just got to hope he doesn't throw three picks, which is <laughs> real Common. iffy. You know? <laughs> may or may not happen, but yeah. may happen. <laughs> Eric, what's up? Uh, I'm going to go with Hawkinson, the tight end from the Lions, the dude who beat the Eagles like on the last play of the game recently. Guy's been getting double-digit points most of his games. Pretty important. And then, uh, Trayton. I, you know, usually I like to pick someone that you haven't picked. I, you found the diamond and I'm going to go with Robert Tanyan. I think that's a huge pick for people who are having trouble in that position, especially during the bye week, uh, you know, craziness. And that is my uh, waiver section for the week. Thanks for listening. James, you are a huge help for me. I wish I could actually honestly say that because every pick that you have, you're always picking like, for some reason you're lower than me. So you get the waiver wire before me. So fuck you, by the way, but it's huge. You're, this is a huge, um, uh, you know, huge, you know, I look forward to your waiver wire picks every week. So uh, I think you did a great job as usual. Um, but when we come back, we're going to talk to Eric about Eric. What were you even going to do this week? Is it like holidays? Oh yeah. Holidays. We're going to talk about holidays, baby. Stay tuned. Welcome back. Well, we, we waited an entire uh, an entire segment of our podcast waiting for Tyler to come in. He ended up, he looks like he got lost in the Bermuda Triangle. He may never come back this time. Bye, Tyler. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I guess we're just going to have to, you know, cruise on without him. We love you. We hope you make it back. But, you know, we have to keep this thing afloat, guys. Like, we got to keep it going. I mean, <laughs> so, 20 weeks in. We're 20 weeks in. This is a big deal. Uh, Eric, you wanted to talk about holidays. Please take us away. Holidays are like obviously the best thing about, you know, someone like me where I get to like get every random day off and it's just fucking amazing. So please tell me about your 
favorite holidays? Thank you, Traden. I do have a list of uh, the top five holidays, in my opinion. Um, but I'm going to start off with uh, a bonus. The worst holiday ever, Valentine's Day. This day sucks uh, when you're single. It sucks actually even more when you're in a relationship. Uh, something you just have to worry about. You got to find like a restaurant. You're going to see if this restaurant has enough room for you. Do they have time for you? Can you even make a fucking reservation? Uh, markets may run out of the food that you're going to need if you're even going to cook for your significant other. Um, and you may just get ravaged if you don't post enough quality content on your social media, you know, <laughs> saying how important your, your relationship is and how much you love your, your significant other. James, um, me and you are single now. Um, so Valentine's Day is, you know, fucking, we don't give a shit about it. Uh, what's your take on it, though? I agree with you, man. It's kind of a bullshit holiday um, if you're single. I mean, also, yeah, if you're single or if you're not single, it costs a lot of money. Um, Valentine's Day, if you are single, means you sit by yourself. Kind of depressing. But if you're in a relationship, <laughs> you <laughs> go out to dinner. <laughs> it's a lose-lose situation, buddy. It really <laughs> is. And you got to, like, pay a bunch of money and get, like, flowers. and Yeah. But actually... It's for, if it's for the person you love, it's not too bad because you get to show your affection in a different way on a different day. Yeah, you can eat chocolate, I guess. <laughs> I mean, you can make it positive. You know, I'm just being a negative Nancy about it. Um, but let's start at number five. Uh, I got St. Patrick's Day in a head-to-head -head tie with Cesar Chavez Day. Uh, so nearby where I live is filled with Irish bars. And around here, that's like Christmas Day to people. Uh, who love to celebrate uh, the St. Patrick's Day. The Shamrock Shakes are pretty good, but I need another one to refill my memory on the taste of them. I, I, I forget how those things taste, but I remember them being good. Uh, but going to Cesar Chavez Day, this is probably a surprise to a lot of people, but it's one of the greatest days ever in Chico, California, uh, as Alex is nodding his head. Well, um, it's only the, the fifth to, according to you, but okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah i said i said it's one of the greatest days ever and say it's the Fair greatest enough. day ever i, I just had um, to give you shit i had to give you yeah shit. This, the school is shut down that day in chico uh they celebrate the marching of caesar chavez it was for chicano freedom uh and the farmers of northern california also for just straight raging in chico uh at those times when we were younger and having more fun it's definitely a fun day in chico for some reason alex I want to hear your input on both of these days, but I know you got yeah. some Cesar Chavez input. Yeah, yeah. So to put it into perspective, for those of you who don't have never been to Chico, so they always set it up. The school sets it up. So spring break is St. Patrick's Day. So the students are not in town specifically because, well, the town burns down because we drink too much and burn couches on the street. Cause that's what Chico does. <laughs> so I think Chico kind of like pivoted to Cesar Chavez day, which is just depending on where you're at in your life, either the greatest day or the worst day ever. Like, <laughs> it's just, it's like as a freshman, sophomore, junior, like, especially before you are 21, you know, I'm not uh, saying I've never obviously never consumed alcohol before being 21. Cause that is illegal. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it is a quite a crazy day. 
you know, people are out at like eight, nine a.m. getting ready. It's an all day thing. Uh, you know, you just walk around all town like people are fucked all day. It is it's bonkers. Um, so yeah, she wow. Cesar Chavez, I feel like has a close place or you know, close to your heart if you went to Chico State or ever visited during that weekend. If you're from other parts of the country, you're probably just like, dude, what the fuck? Like yeah, St. Patty's sure. Day. Once you leave Chico and you can go out on St. Patty's, that's like an official, doesn't matter if it's a Tuesday or a Wednesday, you go out and you get fucked up. Like that's what that holiday is for. And everyone needs those days sometimes, you know? You're, you're getting into the meat of the year. You don't have a bunch of holidays coming up. Sometimes you just need a day to get fucked up at, you know, 8 a.m. You know, we've yeah. all been there. Yeah, that's a great that's a great take on that. Cesar Chavez is for sure like the decoy day uh, for Chico for Chico Chico State brethren. Um, let's get to number four and women too. Sorry, we're you know we're up we're a all equality podcast. You know everything. <laughs> vote. Go out there and vote. Um, a little late. Number four. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, we're cutting that out. Uh, number four. <laughs> number four is Thanksgiving. Uh, I love food. I love bomb food. I love eating bomb food, especially when I'm hungover. Um, more the more years that I've gotten older, I'm not really hungover on Thanksgiving anymore. But that day is perfect for just lounging, watching football, and eating food, seeing your family. Uh, it's a great day. Who would not like such a thing? James, I know you love food. Tell me about Thanksgiving. I, yeah. Okay, so if you actually look historically about Thanksgiving, it's actually <laughs> shitty, man. Like, the way we went about American, there, people came and called, and all like, like, that's bad. But there's great food on the flip side of it. And you get pumpkin pie, and you get turkey, and you literally get to sit around and be a fat piece of shit for the entire day. Nobody judges you for it it's actually like encouraged so that makes me happy because i enjoy doing that do you think the day after thanksgiving should be the cutoff of pumpkin spice shit like oh absolutely not dude. that should be a year-round thing i love pumpkin oh, spice. oh god come on hey that's gonna be a poll on instagram so <laughs> the day after uh thanksgiving is it the day to cut off pumpkin shit or is it the day to keep the pumpkin shit until like end of christmas i don't even know when the day it ends usually but you know Never. i like uh, pumpkin stuff but like all year hey, I don't, Trayton, don't don't lie man you get pumpkin spice cold brews all the time no I no see. no i was just about to say if i was gonna throw it to me i mean i i have really do- dove into the uh the pumpkin spice cold brew at starbucks like i'll be the first to say like they're amazing a- after thanksgiving it's just like nah it's time for the peppermint baby i it's 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 christmas time oh, you're right. it's christmas time you're then you know, there's a hard line in the sand in my book. Yeah. Uh, number three, 4th of July. This is the Caesar, Caesar Chavez Day for America. You know, uh, lots <laughs> of things to celebrate on this day. Um, and it consists of having a good time, drinking with your friends, eating Tyler's favorite food, which is just hot dogs. Um, that's all he yeah, glizzies, Lame. whatever. That's all he eats. Um, and burgers. But um also, usually, yeah, usually you're drinking beer out in the sun in pretty much all of America because it's the summertime. So there's got to be sun out. It, you know, it's not hopefully not cold at that time. Um, 
I think of it as like kind of the day drinking style. Um, usually you run into a bunch of old friends. Uh, that is when parties existed before uh, viruses took over this world. Trading. Fourth uh, of July, I think there's a Canadian day. I don't know what it's called, but uh, what's your take on the fourth of July? Sorry, you, there was a what? Isn't there like a fourth of Canada or what, what's the what's the day? Yeah, so there <laughs> it's not really an independence day, so to speak, but they do have a Canada day and that's on July 1st. Um, it, it's very similar, but their Canada day, the way they the way they like celebrate or the way they how seriously they take it is not even close to how we we uh, how we celebrate here. I mean, we we really go all out. Um you know, it's, it's the best time to, you know, barbecue some food, be with some friends. Um, I love it. Do I love it more than Thanksgiving? Do I think it's fourth or I'm sorry, do I think it's third over, you know, in line compared to Thanksgiving? I think is ridiculous on that point, but that's beside the point. Um, but yeah, it, it is a fantastic holiday. Um, I have a party every year and I may or may not have had one this year. That's fine. No one needs to know. It's fine. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's, you know, it's, it's a great holiday. It's, it's great. Hist historically, it's kind of, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's important for our country and, you know, yada, yada, yada. It's great. It's a great holiday. I love it. So you're saying you can't handle alcohol in the daytime versus. <laughs> you talking about COVID, dude. <laughs> no, yeah. I, yeah. I was just talking about COVID. Like, I may or may not have had a party this year. Like definitely didn't. Right. Wink, wink. Um, but yeah. 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 Well, uh, number two, New Year's. Everyone loves counting down for the new year. But what if I told you last year, 2020, was just going to be straight fucked? Uh, but in all good sense, let's let's switch to a positive side. New Year's, one of my favorites. Drinking. I feel like I've just mentioned drinking on every day. <laughs> you really uh, have. <laughs> drinking, eating, also eating. Uh, seeing friends, seeing family. This is your new, fresh, clean slate to start off the year with your resolutions uh, whether they get followed or not, who I don't I feel like people never really follow follow those things. Uh, typically, there's hockey season is in effect. Uh, basketball season is in effect. You're almost like at the half, getting close to the halfway points of those season in a normal life. Um, there's usually the Rose Bowl game going that day. Uh, football is like pretty close to the Super Bowl and playoffs are going in football around that time. Right, James? Correct. Um, and so, I mean, normally it's a fucking great time for sports. You know, I had to tie sports in this. Come on, we're a fucking sports and pop culture podcast. Um, anyone got any take on New Year's or people just saying fuck that day? I mean, this past one, probably fuck it because other shit happened later on. But James? So apparently we had a party when I was in college for New Year's. I don't really remember it, but Trey keeps telling me how great it was. And I was sitting. It wasn't even there. I was, was even black. there. I have no idea what happened that day. So it must have been a great day. So yeah, go New Year's. I think I was at it, wasn't I? You probably were, I you but probably I wasn't. <laughs> was that when you had the um the rancho house? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I was fucking there. Yeah, it was cool. <laughs> Jose was it made, Jose made like a guacamole and it was just like mainly avocado, not much else in it. Maybe like some onions. That what it is. You probably hated it uh alex you like new year's you're, you're kind of squinting like i don't know uh, i feel like new year's is the always the holiday that's just a giant letdown i don't know it's it's probably because i'm like dude new year's sweet 
four o'clock, let's start drinking like 4 p.m. <laughs> and then it's yeah, like it's way 10, too early. 50, yeah. Then it's like 10, 15. I'm like, fuck. We still have yeah. another, like two hours. True. Uh, New, New Year's is fun if you, if you, uh, you know, if you have like a solid plan, but I feel like it's the, I feel like it's the one that always gets, is like a giant letdown. Maybe that's yeah. just New Year's experiences, but it feels that way sometimes. Now that you say that, it does, it is, does seem to be the year, the holiday where it's always like, Hey, what are you doing this year for New Year's? It's like, haven't heard anything. What about you? It's like, no one really ever does have a plan, but I guess if you have a plan could be fun. Um, <laughs> but let's get to number one of the holidays. It just passed hall of fucking ween. Uh, my favorite holiday of them all every year you get to dress up and be a different character, person, alien, whatever the hell you want to be. You could be whatever that is every year. You run into people, dress the same, and you connect immediately with them, or you end up judging how much better your costume is or vice versa than theirs. Um, some some people go crazy and, you know, they go Thursday, Friday, Saturday to all these different events, so they have three different costumes. When you're a kid, you get free candy. You get hyped up all night on the candy with your friends. When you're older, that turns into drinking, uh, <laughs> going to parties, <laughs> getting hyped up in different ways. Um, lots of eye candy, if you know what I mean, uh, oh, when you're God. older. And uh, typically, let's tie the sports in. This is like when football season is halfway through, like we're on week nine right now. Um, and normally also, this is when hockey and basketball seasons have begun. Uh, definitely not this year because everything is fucked. Um Traden, Halloween, what did you do? What's your take? Well, first of all, I mean, I don't know how Halloween is very different for you. I mean, once a clown, always a clown. You can't dress out of your clown days, right? <laughs> oh, fuck you, <laughs> No, but... That was, uh, good. that was good. No, but uh, it was pretty chill, dude. Like, we, I think we watched Mandalorian that night, um, and we waited for any kids to come to our door this year for the second year in a row, and now we know it's not because of COVID. No kids came. Um, um, we do have to like it is jump fun off to dress the, the dog to up. To your house. It, what's that? They'd have to like jump off the freeway to get to your house. <laughs> fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, we did dress the dog up when we do that every year. But other than that, I mean, Halloween is fun. I, I think it would have been different if, you know, we weren't, you know, if, if, you know, it was a little more open for everyone to hang out. But uh, uh, I don't know. Halloween's cool. Is it the best holiday I wouldn't even rank it in the top five, but it is pretty cool. I do enjoy it. <laughs> Not have Christmas yeah. there. Yeah, that is bullshit. That is bullshit. Yeah, well, so I was just going to get to that, but just to, to end off a trading statement, this Halloween was a little different. It wasn't as exciting. And even what Alex said, too, like I didn't have anyone go by my house or my parents' house. It was pretty crazy. Um, that sucks for the kiddos out there. Uh, it's all going to get better from here. It's not like what Traden said, golfing, where it can only get worse from here. It's going to be the opposite. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I wanted to go around, like, the holidays, you didn't see me throw in there. Traden mentioned Christmas. I like Christmas, but is it my – oh, wait, did James say that? I don't know. My head's yeah, all James did, but I did say it was bullshit. Trying to all right, well, tell me why. <laughs> go ahead, James. Take it away. I like presents, man. Like, I like gifts. Like, <laughs> who doesn't you like gifts and presents, little guys? Fuck. <laughs> yeah. 
fucking like people give you shit nobody loved me enough during the year so like that year people actually showed me they loved me so it's fantastic it, it actually it actually amazes me james usually when he, you you ask these questions like you know like last week i asked him what or we asked him what is like Mount Rushmore, like or whatever, he always goes sentimental. Like he used, he says something extremely sentimental, super nice. And then this time, where I thought he was gonna go, like, oh, we get to be with family, we get to be, you know, it's it's a time to hang out with, you know, family that you haven't seen. I just want fucking presents, man. I just get presents. <laughs> I love presents. Completely left turn, you know. Yeah. I never know. To, I don't. I never know with you guys. Keeping your like di- man. It's like the dinner guests last week. Like James is like Martin Luther yes. King. Yes, you know, exactly. Yeah, Thomas Jefferson. I'm like Shakira, Eminem. Like, <laughs> yeah. just made me look fucking and then, and then this week it comes in with the, oh, yeah, I just like fucking presents, bro. That's why I like Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> uh, any other holidays you guys could think of? I mean, Labor Day is cool. I mean, mm-hmm. that's usually around my birthday. Don't really do shit on that day. I mean, it's like just nice to have a third day of, of the weekend. But um, so September. September 17th is a big day. That is that is probably the best day of the year. I hate that. Is that That's the worst day of the year. Trayden's birthday or something? Yeah, it's my birthday. That's a big deal. That's a big deal, boys. <laughs> Two of my college roommates also, that's their birthday too. Crazy. What about Alex? Alex, what's your favorite holiday? Uh, dude, it's typically been Thanksgiving. Uh, okay, yeah. Especially because usually I, all I have to do is bring the booze. Like I have oh. zero responsibility which just yeah. means I get fed. I don't have to do the dishes and I get fucked up and I hey. barely, I barely pay for the booze anyway. It's the dream. Yeah. It's the dream. Yeah. What, what I actually love about Thanksgiving or I guess the time around Thanksgiving is I have just kind of got into this when I was, you know, since college ended, but the friends giving thing where you get to do your own thing with friends. I think that's really cool. Um, and, and that's kind of brought Thanksgiving up a notch, even though it's not on the same day, it's still kind of part of that holiday. It's kind of brought it up a notch to, to number, you know, tied for number one for me. So I'm, I'm with you on that. I like that. Yeah. Um, I, I probably forgot about a holiday. Like I wasn't do top 10, but I just switched it to five. I'm for definitely forgot about something in there. Someone's going to get, pissed at me but you know <laughs> off of my wild brain is this is what i went with guys and that's all i got for you hey man i love holidays so i was i'm glad you brought that up that was a that was a fun one to discuss but when we come back we're gonna end our end our uh, podcast here uh alex is gonna take us there are sports in this world that need to be in the olympics and he's gonna talk about it when we come back Welcome back. Alex is gonna Alex is gonna take us through what sports should be in the Olympics that for some reason aren't. But before we before we get there, please guys, if you love our if you love us or if you hate us, please comment, like us, subscribe on YouTube. We we all have these videos on YouTube. It's very fun. You can see our reactions. Um, also like us on you know Apple Podcasts or wherever your you know podcast you know platform is. We love to hear your uh, feedback. <laughs> But now we need to talk about sports that need to be in the Olympics because there are some that really need to be Olympics. And if the IOC is listening, fucking tune in. Alex, take it away. Yeah, IOC, get it on this. 
you've got some time because the uh, 2020 Olympics were postponed. They were supposed to be in Tokyo, I believe. So you have time to add some new ones in, get some new athletes in there from around the world. Um, Yeah. So the Olympics are, they're kind of a, a grand sporting event where the whole world comes together. Obviously this year we're trying to stay away from each other. So the Olympics were like the worst possible thing to happen (laughs) (laughs) this year. Uh, But the Olympics are known for kind of bringing in some interesting sports, cutting some other sports out. Uh, But while we're talking off air, James was super pumped on some sports he wants to bring into the Olympics. So James, I'm going to start with you. Uh, I believe you said you have two. So let's, let's hear what you got. Uh, Go, go for it. I do have two. Um, I have an easy one and a little bit more complex one. But my easy one, you guys could have guessed it. It's football. Um, mainly because the United States would dominate. Nobody else in the world plays football. I mean, the Canadians do, but they do this weird thing where they kick it from end zone to end zone. I don't even know how it works, man. I it. it was odd. I would never, we'd dominate them. They also um, only have three downs. Did you know that? In the CFL, they only have three downs. No, I've never watched Canadian football in my life. Well, you maybe should. Terrible. <laughs> That's not football, man. Uh, anyway, like it's cool because the entire world gets to watch football, so the entire world gets introduced to it, which would grow the sport as a whole and gets more recognition to an already multi-billion-dollar corporation. Now gets more money because of it. So cool, Roger Goodell. Don't be greedy. You're talking but, American football. American football, then, correct? Yeah, yeah, but football is soccer, right? Yes. So American yes. football has to be in the Olympics. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Damn, you're a fucking clown. <laughs> it's a clown. I told you. <laughs> anyway, my more complex and better answer, which I think Eric will love, uh, is beer dye. I think beer dye needs to be in the wow. Olympics. Wow. That's a good one, isn't it? Yeah. It's the most fun sport to play. And you can play even if you're like a middle-aged guy. Like, you don't have to be in your prime physical condition to play this game. So it opens it up to an entirely different population and culture. And it's, you get to drink. You get to burn calories while you intake calories. Uh, like fucking, it's like the beer mile. It's regulated. You can regulate beer dye. And you get to drink beer. And use all the components of regular sports. Solid. Like hand-eye coordination and, you know, oh, athleticism shit. to a certain is, extent. But is in there table places, tennis in um, yes. the Olympics? Yeah. Yes. I mean, that's kind of like beer pong. So you're dying, idiot. No, I'm saying table tennis is like beer pong, so you need to add in another drinking style game, such as beer night. I'm agreeing with you. Okay. <laughs> you made a way of agreeing with me. Wow. <laughs> wow. Anyway, those are my two football and beer night. Those should be in the beer night. Okay. Wow. You know what? That's really funny because I'm pretty sure during Eric's beer night slash snap of the beer pong segment, he brought up that it should be in the Olympics. Did he really? I'm like 90% oh, sure. Eric was like, you actually Eric might be no right. Idea. At the end, Eric he was no like, idea. you know what? Beard I should be in the Olympics. Maybe. I think he might have said that. Phenomenal. I like, you would did. be so, I feel like the people that would watch Beard Eye the Olympics would just be so drunk at the event, also, which would just be. <laughs> oh, yeah. For sure. Phenomenal. Uh, okay. So, because we kind of brought up Eric and Beard Eye, Eric, what sport do you want to see join the Olympics? Hopefully it wasn't beard eye because now we're fucked. No, um, <laughs> it's an, it's another actual sport, lacrosse. Um, I understand it's a sport uh, involving jockey pricks, kind of like myself when I was in high school. Um, even though it was created by the Native Americans, but it, it's a great sport. 
it's like a mixture of hockey, football, soccer, and kind of the offensive and defensive schemes of basketball all tied into one. Uh, usually these games are high scoring. There's hitting. There's power plays. Uh, nasty goals. It's great to be outside on a field in the sun, uh, even though in the East Coast where it's most popular, that's usually raining and snowing. Um, but yeah, if you threw it in the Summer Olympics, then you'd be outside in the sun playing this game. Uh, even in this newest lacrosse league, the PLL, no free ads, uh, they have fighting in it. So I would throw fighting in it, of course. Um, there's USA has a lot of good players. Canada has players as well. Uh, European, European countries, it's like kind of getting a little popular over there too. Um, I can see like Russia and Serbia and the Czech Republic all being just like dirty dominant teams. Um, but, but yeah, my answer would be lacrosse. I think it'd be interesting. Uh, it's like another contact sport, kind of like throwing American football in there, James. <laughs> yeah, I think lacrosse would be a good one. It seems, it's honestly sort of surprising that it's not already in the Olympics. I feel like it's maybe just one that doesn't have enough like worldwide support, but it feels like one that could get there, you know, coming up in the future here. Uh, all right, Traden, what do you got? What, do you, what sports? Do you yeah, got? so I, you know, I kind of dug around. Um, some notables that I noticed that I thought should be in is dodgeball. I think dodgeball is awesome. I think you need to have it in the Olympics. And are you paintball. going? Are you going? Are you going dodgeball on trampolines, or are you going dodgeball Ooh. like just in a like on a basketball court? Because I yes. know that's like professional, well, professional air quotes, like in like on trampolines. And people yeah, get then yes, done. you know, I, I would, I would love to see both. I mean, shit, okay. why not? I mean, make it all fun. I mean, you could, Fuck yeah. there's so many okay. things you could do with it. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with both. Um, and also another notable uh, paintball. I mean, I think paintball is cool. I think it'd be really cool. Um, I think because paintball is not just a, Oh, you know, you shoot the guy and he's done. I think there's a lot of tactical, um, you know, it, tactical, you know, strategy involved. And I think that'd be interesting, but my ultimate, that is a crime that this sport is not in the Olympics is ice cross. Now you guys are mm. probably like, what the fuck is ice cross? Um, Red Bull puts on this event every single year. It, if you guys have seen snowboard cross in the winter Olympics, if you guys have seen ski cross or even motocross, literally you're, you're dry, you're, you're racing, you know, three other dudes um, on a, on a motor motorcycle ice cross is a four person race on skates hockey skates full gear down a you know a an ice track with jumps tight turns and you guys are even like hitting each other like while you're going down it is if you guys have a chance look on youtube look up ice cross it is absolutely epic it is an absolute crime that is not in the olympics it is extremely fun to watch extremely exciting um and yeah i want to do it because i actually probably would be okay at it <laughs> okay I have actually seen that before. I've watched it's, it. It's before. amazing. It's, it's really amazing. <laughs> bonkers and like crazy fucking scary. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> it seems for so sure. terrifying. Um, okay, so for I went very, very unconventional for my two picks. Okay. So I sort of base them off of sports. Uh, it's really more like individual, uh, individual sports that are already. It's sort of just like a like one, one degree to the right of individual sports that already go on in the Olympics. So number one, belly flops. There's already the high oh my dive. God. There's already the high dive. Dude, I want like just a 55-year-old 
beer league <laughs> fucking cornhole homie just belly flopping just who just full-on belly flops I so think, how, wait 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 how do you like what's the like what do you do like how, what's, how, do, how do you win like how do you judge it? slap Dude, on the on loudest the water. slap how flat you get <laughs> distance of the water that comes off like phenomenal the redness or, of or the how belly. red you are yeah yeah the redness of the belly easily the russian judges would obviously cheat but it's fine <laughs> number two chess boxing are you guys ready <laughs> <laughs> yeah boy so boxing is already an olympic sport now all you got to do is play chess in between the rounds so it's four minute <laughs> rounds of chess versus three minute rounds of boxing how phenomenal would that be i thought you were saying like you know depending off of your chest move is like when you get to throw a punch at him or something. No. You know? So I, from what I understand is you play chess for four rounds. The timer goes off, your gloves are on. So you have to move your chest <laughs> with the boxing gloves on. Oh, okay. Okay. The, the referee takes the car, you know, the board off and then you box for three minutes. And then if oh, it's no. not over, you don't get knocked out. you got to go back to the chess board. You've just been punched in the face a bunch of times and you go back to playing chess Game's not over. Boom. Back to boxing. How phenomenally funny would that be? So you can either win by, by knockout or where your king gets knocked or, out. Or checkmate, I, yeah. <laughs> you knock someone out or you checkmate somebody. I the think funniest that, part is moving chess pieces with your gloves on. That's hilarious. No, that yeah, so with gloves on, yeah. Dude, that would be great. <laughs> if you guys want to look at other ones, literally just type in unconventional sports. There are some super funny ones like wife carrying. One of them's outhouse <laughs> racing. It literally looks like they put an outhouse on skis and then people are pushing them like, <laughs> like they're curling, but it's an outhouse instead of a big granite stone. It looks phenomenal. Unbelievable. Yeah. All these, all these sports need to be added to the Olympics. hundred percent. Clearly. Clearly. Yeah. Clearly. I, uh, it's phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. I don't think James and I could get over the fucking boxing with the, yeah. with the That's hilarious. Um, you know, we might have to do that this week, James. I mean, we just need to get some puck, boxing gloves and a chest board and do it right fight now. each other and then just play. <laughs> no, win? but uh, what? Who would win? I, I don't know, actually. I'm putting my money on me. <laughs> yeah, on the TKO side, on the on the knockout side, you'd probably just knock me out. It wouldn't even we wouldn't even get to the chest part. But uh, um, Alex, that was very fun. Um, Thank you. You know, we we need the. I mean, IOC, please. I hope you're yeah. listening. I know you're listening. This is a big ass podcast. We know it. We're like 200 v- like listens a, a week now, right? Not quite. Yeah, maybe something like that. So IOC, you know what they're in there. So please add these to the Olympics. We want to see some some fun. But uh, guys, that was episode 20. Um, I know we missed a big part of our uh, our crew. Tyler will be back hopefully next week. Um, but guys, you know I think this is a great podcast um great episode um love seeing you guys and please please like us on you know youtube uh, not facebook we don't have facebook but uh instagram instagram our boy james is amazing on that instagram um and you know give us comments we want to know what you guys want to you know if there's something that you guys want us to talk about please give us some ideas it's a little bit harder now that uh you know sports related now that sports are kind of in a in a little bit of a um slowdown period right now please give us some topics um, we love to talk about what you want to hear. That's that's a big thing. So um, until then, we uh, you know check us out next week. Bye.
Have a great week.